Joe Ingalls has ruined Rudy Gobert. Latest Jazz Injury Report update. <laughs> Rudy Gobert out with broken ankles. Well, I wouldn't say that. He just didn't get the ball. Ah! So, yeah, Jazz Shorts, everyone. FIBA World Cup talk time. Uh, we got three guys still playing. First of all, Ryan Miller. Welcome yeah, to that's, Jazz Shorts. that's me. Welcome to Jazz Shorts. It's Tuesday. Does, does anybody not know what 10th? they're listening to yeah, at this I don't point? Know. It's we, Tuesday, September Are we an established 10th? brand? In Ooh, jazz? Let's I'm, have a meta talk right now on the Jazz okay. Shorts podcast. Are we an established brand yet in the podcast? Heavens here? no. Heavens no. Okay. If you have wandered onto this, you have wandered somewhere from KSL Classifieds. Jazz Shorts is sponsored by KSL Classifieds. KSL.com. Come for the classifieds. Stay for the news. <laughs> Um, Congratulations on buying a new couch, listener. <laughs> yeah, you've just stumbled upon this after, you know, looking for skis or some concert tickets or many of the other awesome things you can buy on KSL. And yeah, you just want your jazz fix. And we're going to give it to you. Because I'm Ryan Miller. Got Sean Walker over here. Today we're going to talk about some FIBA World Cup because Joe Ingles. Has not eliminated Rudy Gobert officially, but more or less eliminated Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell will finish him off. Um, sorry, Rudy. Go Poor USA. Rudy. Um, we'll talk about the new mountain jerseys. Yes, we will. And Yes, we will. Yes, indeed. we will. And the Jazz have actually returned, well, some have returned to Salt Lake for Open Gym. So that's a thing. Are, are Utah Jazz, I got to ask this. This is like the most obvious question ever. Okay. Are Utah Jazz open gyms held in LDS church meeting houses? Yeah. Obviously. I mean, where else would they be? Every church has a basketball <laughs> court, so why? I think the Jazz need to play there to be very hashtag on brand. Yeah, sure. Um, no, they're just at the Zion's Bank facility, like everything else they do. That's not nearly as cool. Not nearly as cool. Nope. Not nearly as cool. Um, but they did, according to Dante Exum's Instagram today, they did get sweet purple mountain practice jerseys. Oh. So that's a thing. I'm kind of hoping. I don't know. We haven't actually officially got this, but they usually do like a media um, media training camp thing before training camp actually starts. I'm hoping that's the jersey we get. Just saying. Jazz, make that happen. But anyway, let's start off with uh, Joe Ingles this morning, uh, Monday morning. If you're listening to this, probably on Tuesday, so yesterday morning. Um, got the best, uh, got the better of old Rudy. Australia taking down France in probably what will end up being the game of the tournament. Great game. Great game. Fantastic. Great game. It was like kind of the first one that and you by felt. By great game, I mean I watched the first half, then fell asleep, then went back and watched highlights. <laughs> but I'm this, gonna be, I'll be transparent. I'll be transparent, too. This is the first Australia game I can make it through. One, because it wasn't at 1.30 a.m. As much as I love you, Joe. See, I'm usually still up at 1.30 a.m. So <laughs> <laughs> I've actually watched a lot of Australia this tournament. Yeah, I've woken up every day at 1.30. I'm like, I'm going to power through this, and I'm asleep by 2. So... <laughs> And then I watch the highlights. <laughs> or I go back watch the replays. But yeah, Joe Ingles, though, I think the biggest, there there were two moments in this game that were pretty fun. Uh, one, he pump faked Rudy, got him up in the air, stepped to the side and hit a three. And then the one that you've probably all seen on social media, uh, especially from my account, Miller J. Ryan. Please, please follow me on Twitter. Um, 
of him going around a screen, beating Rudy and kind of doing a scoop shot over him. Shot that we've seen Rudy block thousands of times. It's like they practice together or something, and he knows Weird. where to get it. Do you think they're on opposing lineups in practice? I've always wondered that. Probably we don't. We don't, I mean, we don't get a watch yeah, practice. Really watch um, practice. I, I would say probably not. To be honest, they both start, so I would assume the starters are playing with that starting unit. So I've always wondered that. I've I've always wondered if like maybe Quinn like does something for practice where he takes like starting backcourt against starting frontcourt, kind of mixes them. Yeah, I'm sure there's. Bit. Yeah, I'm sure there's some of that. But I would. Yeah, we don't know. We wish we did, but we don't. Are there any sources that can confirm anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't pay you, but but we'll uh, we'll ask. We'll ask. Uh, but yeah, so I th- th- this World Cup's been going on for a couple weeks now. Sean, we've seen a lot of games. This was actually this morning's game was the first time uh, one of the Jasmine had actually lost a game. It's true. Um, Donovan Mitchell in the USA, of course, won again. America. Um, uh, what have kind of been your favorite things you've seen from the Jazz players over the last week, two weeks? I don't know how long this thing's been going on. Well, I, I like <laughs> that you, I like that you started off with Joe Ingles actually because I think he's been. I love you to death, Donovan, but I think Joe Ingles has been the breakout Jazz man of this tournament. Ooh. Not just in what he's done that we've kind of known. You know, we know Joe Ingles. He's going to score. You know, he he shoots buckets, uh, jingling Joe, all that stuff. We we know. We know what he does in that regard. Um, with Australia, he's been a little bit more of a playmaker, getting his teammates involved, nice passing, that sort of thing. Um, and that's been, I don't want to say a surprise, because like, yeah, I, yeah, like, <laughs> I think deep down we all know that that's, that's what Joe can do and, and does on occasion. Yeah. But just being able to see him do that pretty constantly and consistently one thing, I think has been a, a welcome addition. One thing I've liked about Joe is, and this is just Joe in a nutshell, honestly, is he does what almost needs to be done. Um, and so the, he had, the, I think, the second t- game of the group, the first round of group play. This actual tournament is kind of confusing how it's set, set up. But um, I think it was the second game of the tournament. He, he has He's won, I believe, rebound. May have been an assist. One of those two away from... A triple-double would have been the first triple-double in FIBA World Cup history. So pretty significant stat line. Next game, he isn't nearly as quote-unquote effective when it comes to the stat line, but he always has assists or he's he's taken three shots a game sometimes. He just kind of does what Australia needed against France. He shot a lot, like almost as many shots as he's taken the last three games combined because that's what they needed. They needed a little bit of a scoring punch because this was a high-scoring game, 198. This is international basketball. This That's not normal. And so, yeah, they needed a scoring punch, so he brought that. And so I've always thought that. And so I think, yeah, Joe has done kind of what he does with the Jazz. He sometimes will have a huge scoring night. Sometimes he'll have huge assist nights. Or sometimes he'll just be a facilitator just running an offense. And, and yeah, I, I, when you're talking about this, and I think – if you look at what Donovan Mitchell, it's almost been the same thing. A lot of people haven't been super impressed with his stats or his scoring numbers, but he kind of has just been playing in the USA's quote-unquote system as much as of a system that they have. And really, yeah, he's doing well. Like he has, a, he had one bad game against mm-hmm. Turkey, and other than mm-hmm. that, not, the stats aren't going to sh- like scream out at you. But 
all in all, he's been one of the most effective players on the United States. He's he's been really compliment, and maybe this will move us over to Donovan a little bit more. Yeah, uh, he's been really complimentary to a lot of his teammates, and in particular, I think like guys like Kemba. Yeah, um, Kemba Walker, my cousin, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I think also bodes well for the upcoming Jazz season, NBA season, because you see maybe a little bit of a taste of how Donovan's going to play with somebody like Mike Conley yeah, and some of those other Jazz And that teammates. actually, I think more than anything, I, I know a lot of Jazz fans, and like I've, we even said this, that there, there was always some worry playing at an international level, uh, international tournament two weeks before training camp begins. Like I get the concern about tiring out, possible injury. I think this will be such a huge benefit for this team. Because these guys, especially like France versus Australia was a heated matchup. It was a legitimate basketball game. It wasn't like a glorified scrimmage that sometimes these games turn into being. This was like two really, really good teams really playing at a top level. Like if you have three of your top players coming into training camp with already playing at that level, like I, I can only imagine how quickly that'll elevate the rest of the squad now. Who knows if that's actually true, but I th- I can't see it hurting. <laughs> so yeah, and and this this gives me um, a lot of hope and optimism and and appreciation I think for the rest of the tournament because we're down to the final eight now. We're we're into the quarterfinals at the FIBA World Cup. All eight of these teams have shown flashes of being very good. They've got some NBA yeah. players on them. I mean, there's really not. It's so cliche, and I'm gonna sound like a coach, but there's really not much of a weakling in in the bunch of this sure. top eight. And so these last couple of games should be really fun, just if you're a basketball fan, rather than the, oh, are we just waiting for the inevitable USA-Argentina or USA-Spain or whatever. I think the best thing that happened is all the America stars pulling out because it made America vulnerable, and it makes it interesting. They they should have lost to Turkey, for heaven's sakes. Like, Like, this team isn't the juggernaut of years past. I think... As much as I do think they'll end up winning this tournament, and they should win this tournament, would I be super shocked if France goes and beats them on Wednesday? Not really. Not terribly. Like, Rudy Gobert's really good. He knows how to defend all of these guys, so it's like you would think he would be a pretty good defensive stopper on that. We'll make life miserable. Um, I am excited for, I hope, our Donovan Mitchell versus Rudy Gobert in the air matchup. I hope happen. I hope Donovan please, tries it. Please. At the same time, though, I'm understanding why Jazz fans hope that doesn't happen. Like, let's not put our two best players on a crash course at some random venue in China. But it'd be awesome. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, um, How I, often I, are you going to get to see this? There's going to be a lot of trash talk going out of that, whatever happens. So that'll be fun. I liked seeing Joe and Rudy kind of go at it vocally this morning. And um the real question is will that ruin team chemistry are they all gonna hate each other going back (laughs) does Rudy hate Jonah does he hate him I want to approach this seriously (laughs) even though I know how much you're joking (laughs) yes it's a joke yeah uh, yeah, I mean, not 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 at all. Except when it happens. <laughs> it, partially, it would be a little bit awesome if, like, that what? first week of training camp, Joe came in and he was like, he was like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not doing interviews at the same time as that. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
That'd be amazing. What? Here's the real question. What is Joe going to do to like Rudy's locker or a gift to kind of say, hey, I beat you? <laughs> and even to Donovan, really, if these two teams don't end up facing each other, Joe was the last one to win against Austri- uh, against America. So there so, you go. So I think when jazz players report to training camp and like they get numbers for like different checkout and, and that sort of thing. Um, I think, uh, I think Joe just needs to put one zero zero nine eight on Rudy's locker <laughs> and like travel bag and like bus seat. I want him to make like shirts of him, like just that scoop layup over him. Just be like, sup, sup Rudy, wear it. Like, <laughs> Which to his, to his first like media session, just wear oh, a yeah. shirt that just has 100 and the 98 underneath it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we're going to get all this cause Joe is that guy. He always oh, totally that guy. Um, either why you love him or you hate him. Most, most people love him. So, yeah, I think World Cup's been fun. Probably more fun than I expected it to be. Uh, so, yeah, and we've still got all three Jazz guys going. So, Wednesday, one of them will pro- one of them will be out on Wednesday. Either Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert out, well, are going Out of home. the winner's bracket. Because you still have that weird yeah, classification. Yeah, that's true. Around, so, the important one, then. Yeah, yeah. I'll the, be, the only one that matters. Yeah, we aren't going to pay attention to the constellations. We're Americans. Nope. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> only, only the third place game. That's um, so yeah, the other big piece of jazz news that has come out in the last couple weeks: the Mountain Jerseys have returned. It's kind of weird. I feel like we've talked about this, but we look back on it and we didn't talk about this. So we haven't podcasted for a while. Um, it's like somebody turned Did his. It, wait, didn't we podcast last week? I was here to podcast last week. <laughs> Did I, did I podcast with I somebody was, else? Uh, maybe. There oh. might have been an instance where I turned my phone to airplane mode when I was at an interview and may or may not have forgot to turn it back off airplane mode for a good solid, like, 12 hours. So, uh, Sean is a little, so, was a little so mad at me on Wednesday. What we're learning here is Ryan Miller is a little bit technologically inept. Sure. Or fine, a respectful... Totally and didn't want to interrupt my interview with a call. Sure. No, no. I sure. Either way. One of those. One of those. Um, but you know who's not technologically adept? The Utah Jazz media team when they released their renderings of their new Purple Mountain. Fun, st- fun time. Um, good segue here. The interview I was at was about this thing. It's true, it was. <laughs> it's true. So, yeah, really good reveal. Um, animation highlights. I love them. think they're cool looking. I don't know how well they'll age. That's one of those things. Like, well, I think this is cool in five years. I don't know, but for the day and time, I think it's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, Jazz Media, good that's, work. That's why it's probably a really good thing. They put it out on social media because social media, as we know it, won't exist won't be, in five years. But also so. go read the story I wrote. It's really long. And there's some cool little tidbits in there. Like there's some good stuff. the shade of purple is different because Nike doesn't have that many shades of purple they have. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone will notice, but maybe some people will. Um, also, they're well, kind of pe- go- people have already noticed. They've, they've seen like hate it and everything. Yeah, they're all nuts. <laughs> Dang Jersey heads. So, um, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Sports Uniform Twitter is alive and well, and it is a weird, weird place. I spend some time there on occasion. 
because I'm a soccer guy. Shocker. You spend time in a weird place. Yeah. But uh, it's a weird, weird place. Uh, Friday nights with Sean, We just talk everyone. about CMYK codes and, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Speaking of CMYK codes, though. I don't know what that even means. Um, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Well, speaking of nerd as well, of uniform nerd as well, this is going off the rails. Um, can I can I share a, a hot take opinion with you? Yes, please. I'm not a fan of these classic editions of CMYK reviews. codes. Of CMYK, codes. <laughs> maybe it'd be better if they had the right CMYK. Codes. Seriously, yeah. I still don't know what that. Is. So, <laughs> well, but yeah, um, that's. I, I'm not the, a fan. I'm not a huge fan. Like I think the jazz did a great job in marketing this and bringing it back even in like even in like the the overall update of these new jerseys but just like the jerseys themselves like i don't feel like this is an era that we need to revisit okay um, from a design from a design perspective yeah I'm like, that. from a design yeah, aesthetic probably would be nice. yeah, yeah. Uh, here's <laughs> i mean yeah here's another, another trip to the nba finals would be great it's and if this is what it takes to get there <laughs> Sure, I'm all in favor. I think this one, this is an interesting one to me because, like, um, I, I as I was doing the story, talking to Bart Sharp, the senior vice president of marketing, he he said they they've heard a lot of noise over the years of fans wanting these to come back. The funny thing, what though, fans are those. The like, and I I think you see it too. You see like on the Twitter online polls of people who are like, oh, these are my favorite jerseys ever or whatever, and I feel like. It's not so much of the design as the nostalgia, like, with the design. It's like, we remember Carl Malone. We remember John Stockton. We remember NBA Finals trips. Like, these are, this is the team that a lot of jazz fans, even today, still love. And so I think that is more than anything why this move was made. And that maybe overshadows a little bit the fact that from a purely design perspective, there are a lot of elements about this jersey that didn't work then and still doesn't work. That that all being said, I think they're awesome. Like I, I, I think I like them more now than I ever did in the nineties. And that might be because I'm a nostalgic nineties kid that was like, Yeah, I remember I remember them playing in this. Same reason I like the Raptors jerseys. The same reason I like the Memphis Grizzlies the, throwbacks. The ugly it's like, Raptors. Yeah, I yeah. think they're all freaking awesome. Why? Because that's what they looked like when I was nine years old. So, like, <laughs> I can't, I'm not a big, big, like, yeah, I know everything about design. Heavens, no. You should look at my dressing. It is not good. Um, but, so I think you have a lot of that. But also, I think it does, has a retro feel to it that kind of is attractive to a lot of people, even the younger crowd today. That it's like, yeah, this is kind of cool. It's different. It's not anything like you're, you're seeing today. And so, yeah, I think there's there's perks on the, the design as well. But I think that's what, but I think really the nostalgia is why people like these. And... Without it, you probably wouldn't see a throwback if they didn't make the finals. Uh, that being all said, Sean, I think the alternate logo with the snowflake and the basketball is fire. And it's like the one logo that didn't really come with them when they uh, went to like the purple and baby blue era, with the Darren Williams era. Mm-hmm. They didn't bring that one with them. 
And I like, and that made me happy to see that return. Again, I don't know if it's nostalgia, but I'm like, man, that's that's nice looking. <laughs> like, so, I don't know, Sean, I think you're wrong. I think they're awesome, and yeah, defend your point. I mean, my, my point is 100% from a design perspective. I don't feel like the copper trim ever worked out very well with this, with this shade of purple. I feel like the purple clashes a little bit with the blue that's supposed to be on the mountains. It looks kind of weird. Mostly it's the copper, though. I just, I don't think. Don't like copper. I don't think the copper works. And especially when you had, and, and I think they actually took this out on the, the revamp. But in the original jersey, there was like a weird like trim like on the Jazz logo that had copper, sure. just a little bit of copper yeah. in the trim. Probably, um, and that always stood out as just no. I remember like when me. this when they switched over from the J Note to these like in '97 or whatever. I remember not loving it. I remember like well, I missed the J Note. This J Note was cool, and then you know everything grows on you. It's a logo. It's a throwback. I. It's another but reason pe- for jazz fans to spend money. On and them. oh my gosh, they have spent money. According to my wonderful friend that I met last week, Bart Sharp, best friends now, I think. Um, the Wednesday, when they announced it, was the highest selling day ever in jazz team store history. They didn't even have merchandise to sell, Sean. The pre-orders themselves made it the best-selling day in Jazz Team Store history. Better, better than the City Edition launch. The, I am going off of what he wow. said. That's a, that's amazing. So people love this thing. They do. And actually, I have another theory why. And this comes to the merchandise. As cool as the J Note is, I have not once seen it work well on a T-shirt. Or a hat sometimes works fine, but a t-shirt, it just, you're like, eh, it just doesn't look great on apparel. I think these, this more of a mount, the mountain logo, the different logo, the alternate logos look a little bit better on apparel that people would more likely to buy. Or they're just a bunch of nostalgic 90s kids that want a Donovan Mitchell Purple Mountain jersey. I think it's probably more the latter than the former, <laughs> but former, but I think the former is actually a really good point, and we should maybe get mm-hmm. uh, like expert designers to debate this point. Yeah, we are not those. Yeah, I, I, me, personally, I've never once seen a J-Note shirt that I'm like, that's cool. Never happened. That being said, I don't know if I've ever seen a jazz shirt that is cool either. So it is what it is. Anyway, because it, we are uh, talking about jerseys, we're going to just do the do an unnecessary draft because that's my favorite thing in the world to do. Unnecessary drafting the worst. The worst. The worst oh jazz jerseys in history. Well, I think you already know what my answer is going to be. I don't be. know. There's a lot of crap jerseys. All right. Uh, you got a pen? A pen. Why do I? Do uh, you got a coin? We're gonna flip for the first I, point. I don't have a coin. Okay. Um, pick a number between one and six. Uh, four. Dang it! You got first pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Top. We'll go. We'll we pick go. three each. The three worst jerseys, and we're going everything. It's not era. It's like. Maybe you like the white mountain jersey better than the purple mountain jersey. I don't know. Oh, so you want to split it up by color as well? Yeah. By color and era? Yeah. We'll go all crazy because right. you got all the alternates and stuff that are, some of them are real terrible. 
I'm going to have some hot takes in here, too, I think. <laughs> right. Well, well in and that you know, case... There's, like, been 20 different jerseys over the last two years, so, you know, you have... <laughs> got a lot to pick. All right. Well, in that case, then, I think you know where I'm going to go with... with uh, You're crazy if you say... I'm going to go to the 90, 96 to 2004, so this era that we're talking trash about... Trash pick. The mountain. Trash pick, unless it's what I think it is. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to go to the 96 to 04 era, my least favorite jersey from that time frame, which might be my least favorite period, but maybe not. Uh, there's one other that's up there. But I'm going to go with the alternate version. Dang of it. That Good pick. pick. Good okay, pick. The black with the jazz and the uh, weird garbage copper. Garbage jersey. Yeah, this Just this garbage. was terrible. I'm going to read. Um, let me read for you the description of this era of jersey, by the way. Um, from uh, uh, jerseymuseum.org. Okay. Okay. Signaling the end of the Malone-Stockton era, comma, these unique jerseys feature a graphic panorama of the Rocky Mountains on the front and the Hall of Fame duo made the finals in back-to-back seasons as representatives of this style. Okay? So that's that's the purpose of this era. That's kind of the trademark of this era. And there are no mountains. <laughs> they took the mountains off of this. So it was almost like Jazz Creative Marketing said, okay, we want to focus on the mountains that are in Utah to be the Utah Jazz, not just the Jazz. And then they said, oh, and here's our alternate one, and we're going to take mountains off. Actually, I just thought of that. A black mine with the mountains might have been pretty freaking awesome. It might have been. But no, those black ones, they're, they're garbage. Just trash. Good pick. Um, Mine is going to be... I don't know what year. I want to say 2016. The Adidas New Pride, I believe they were calling these. The garbage jersey, soccer jersey kit ones. Uh, 2016. Oh, the sleeves? The sleeves. The sleeves. Oh, these were garbage. And I actually don't hate the idea of putting sleeves on until I saw anyone wear them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these are crap. <laughs> yeah, so I think the bad part about this jersey is less the sleeves, because you can make the sleeves work. I think it's I've the com- I think it's a combination of the stripe on the V-neck collar There's, with uh, the horizontal stripes across the chest. It looked I'm bad. I'm signaling like this is a visual medium. Yeah, it's but, not. It's audio. But watch but, us on but Twitch, everyone. Can, yeah, you guys That's can kind of. there. But. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to the <laughs> channel. But yeah, but you can kind of see like it had like a weird stripe on the V-neck and then a horizontal stripe on the chest that was just weird. Yeah, I so I like that. I hated these yeah. so much. I hate I'm like the best thing that ever happened to the league was like Nike taking over, not because their designs got better, cuz they're like we're trashing these sleeve jerseys cuz man, they were garbage. Yeah, 2016 was a great year. All right, do I get another pick or we snake in this? Uh, let's just go one at a time. Okay. Cuz I've got a really fire take for you. Oh, man, I think you're going to steal my fire take. Um, this one, so I go back and forth on this one, and this is interesting because I really like this era overall, but I'm very split in terms of the renditions of the uniforms. So I'm going to go to 1984 to 96. Um, I love the original Jazz logo on purple with the gold and everything. I do not love, I don't think I can quite say hate, but I do not love the white version. Woo! 84 to 96 with the purple. Like, like, I like the, the classic. Yeah, like I like wow. the logo. I don't like it on white, though. Interesting. I don't like it on white. Interesting. Yeah. 
I, I, also, I was, cannot agree with you there. Also, this was another Adidas era, and the Adidas logo was way too big on these jerseys. So like, true. And it, that's that like even with like, off a little even bit. with like the old mountain ones that I've been comparing to the new mountain ones, that's like it just pops out way too much. It's like, it's like, like, it's like Adidas is saying, hey, we're paying a lot of money for you to wear these jerseys, which they are, to be fair. Um, but we're going to make sure people know this is Adidas. Yeah, um, good pick, yeah. but not a good pick because I can't get all that at all. Those ones. Yeah. Um, Again, I really like the purple ones. I really like those are probably this my one. Top okay, and the okay. white ones not so much. Um, this next one. Um, ooh, I'm picking between two here, but this one. Okay, so the Jazz. Um, they're they're the whole kind of they went through like an identity crisis in the late 2010s, like. Hey, we're going to oh, look like Denver, or hey, we're going to look like Dallas, or every other team in the world with navy and blue and 3,000 shades. Like, I remember, like, once someone's like, I wanted to wear, this was, like, the perfect example of why this identity crisis was happening. It was like, someone's like, yeah, it's a playoff game. I got to wear jazz colors. And it was like, oh, what are you wearing? And they did not know. It was like... I don't really know what their colors are. And they couldn't really tell their fans on social media. Yeah, it was it was yeah, yeah it was weird. It's like yeah. um but they came out of that. And everyone was excited. They're like, We're bringing the J note back. And I think they kinda botched the coming back with it. Those two thousand and ten jerseys, they're just they're just flat to me. Like the the big stripe down the side, it was like, like it almost looked like the weird, the weird white with the multicolored trims. Yeah, it's like one. I never loved how they brought, like, how they went navy blue and and like deep green instead of just going back to the Mardi Gras colors. I think that's like you know what jersey everyone loved the throwback from last year. You know what should just be your permanent colors the throwback from last year. One hundred percent. Um, and so I've always felt they botched that, and so. In my mind, these 2010 ones just represent that botching, and especially those blue ones. It's just like, ew. And no, and the oh, actually no, the white ones are worse because they have like a different color number than mm. the main thing, and so it just like clashes. And mm. there's there's a lot going on in these jerseys that shouldn't be going yeah. on. It yeah. was like that's why the like the purple ones you like so much from last year are just super simple. All the colors match, mm -hmm. and but like. They, they tried to throw all their colors into this logo, and it just it didn't quite work for me. And honestly, it still doesn't. Like, the, the updated ones are better, but not much. But, yeah, 2010, just it just screams to me, like, yeah, we're going to be back to awesome. And actually, here's this disappointing thing. I always felt like the 2010 jersey came with an attached undershirt. Because the way the collar, the way the point. collar was made, it looked like there was always like that might like be why it, it looks so weird. Like offset to look like an undershirt almost. Yeah, I've, I've always thought it was like this big, the big wide stripe down the side that made it look strange. But that might be the real. Yeah, I just don't like them. I've never have. I I I remember actually being at the unveiling and just being like, oh really? Like come on, you had it. We've seen it. <laughs> Just go back to the normal one. So yeah, again, the the Nike ones are better, but still, just went purple. All right, I'm gonna give you my third least favorite, I think, yep. jazz jersey of all time. And again, I'm gonna stick with colors. 
um, because I know you like this general era for the most part. Uh, but I'm going to go with another alternate. The Jets have had a lot of really bad alternates until recently. I have no idea what you're going um, with here. So I called this one the Carlos Boozer jersey. 2004 to 2010, they had an alternate blue. Like, are we talking the baby blue? Yes. Oh, man. The baby I know blue. everyone hates that one. I actually thought it was good. Yeah. The baby blue jersey with that awkward jazz logo in it. I don't know what script this is, but it's not. <laughs> It's nothing that's ever been it's connected so to the jazz marketing department since. That's actually a good point. Where um, did that come yeah, from? It's, it's weird. It's super weird. Like, the only thing that would be worse is if they wrote it in Comic Sans. Um, but, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. It's got, like, really awkward armholes where they're, like, always too big no matter how big oh, Man, I'm looking at is. it right now. you got a good um, point. Like, it, it just it doesn't fit right. The neck is shaped weird. Um, it always, I remember on Booze in particular, it always like dropped down so low that you could see like his, his, his my lad? chest. Yeah. Yeah. Dick. Chest. That's, that's what probably the best <laughs> Um, I was going to go another direction, but it might be a little NSFW, so I won't. Uh, <laughs> or not on brand. <laughs> yeah, or not on brand for us. KSL.com. Yeah. KSL.com. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so that's probably my my third. Yeah, those are trash. The white ones of that era are probably my least favorite of those. It's kind of the same reasons. I just like baby blue more than white. But yeah, again, it was this. And, and th- those were better. Those were significantly better. The white ones. Yeah. Oh man, I disagree. Better. I think those are still trash. I actually like the baby. the baby blues. Oh, I like the oh, baby blues. No. no, no. Maybe because I'm a Chargers fan. Well, was San Diego Chargers for life. Um, and I love their baby blue. So I was like, ooh, baby blue. And to be fair, we're talking about the baby blue ones and not the like navy blue. Yeah, I understand. Because those were pretty good. See, I disagree. I think the whole era kind of just sucked. It, it was, was an a, identity crisis era. I it hated was, it. It was a bad era. Like, my favorite is they On just the kept, like, having alternate logos. Like, hey, here's an alternate J-Note logo, which actually, with those colors, I think looked pretty cool. <laughs> again, better, I will say, better than the current lo- J-Note logo. I do not like the blue that they currently have. No, or the you green. don't. Um, I was going to go white on that era, but I'm not going to now. Are you ready for a hot take? Ooh, here we go. And this is definitely not agreed upon by the majority of jazz fans. The city jerseys. Oh, he went there. I just, um, yeah. Okay, I'll say this. The city jersey, when worn, everyone wearing them on the court looks cool. The court makes it look so much cooler. The court makes it look cool. The actual jersey, I think, kind of is lame. It's fine. And maybe it's been just, I'm over it. I just don't think it's timeless. Um, I think in 20 years, we'll look back and be like, "Mm, that's interesting. Like, you look back at the, like, perfect example, the the purple jerseys, the 40th anniversary ones last year. Those are awesome. They're going to be awesome in 40 years. They're going to be awesome in 100 years. I don't know how we'll be feeling about these city jerseys without the court. The court definitely ties this jersey it does and i think it is great with the court i think it looks awesome but just jerseys that's um that's that's also why i will i will agree with you that like i think these jerseys need to be worn with the court which is why you should probably only wear them as often as you feel you can legitimately switch out the court in like a timely well and they like yeah whenever they wear them on the road it's like "Mm, yeah it's a little weird 
weird look. So, and I'm just like I've, I've got on board with them. I didn't, I hated them when they first got announced. I even like saw the like the actual jersey, and they like I'm like. Eh. Cause I'll so, like they do not look good at all. Like I was actually talking to Bart Sharp about this. I'm like, I'll be honest, Bart, they look like trash animated. <laughs> like, and he's like, they do. They look bad animated. <laughs> like you, you need to see it all together to make it work. And credit to the Jazz is they made they took a huge risk with that, and it worked, and it looks awesome. And especially at playoff time when they have all the different colors in the arena, it is a fantastic image. We're just talking about jerseys right here. We're not talking about anything else. Yeah, just the jersey. standalone jersey by itself. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you bring up a great point. Uh, jazz, jazz marketing. Somebody from jazz marketing has got to be listening to this. Probably. Um, don't ever wear the city edition on the road. Keep it for home. Keep it only, for home. Only home. Like keep, for home. keep it at home. Make it that like special splash of like a different color that we uh, don't always see. Like, yeah, the, um, I think I think the the beauty of this jersey is in its uniqueness. So keep it a little bit more unique. Yeah, I, I I agree. Speaking of courts, Jazz are going to be using three courts this year. That's true. Three, including a purple court to match the Mountain Classic throwback that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yep. It hasn't quite been confirmed yet by the Jazz if the City Edition, as we know it, is coming back. Um, but I have been told that three courts will be being used this season. I mean, they've got to bring the City Edition. Court. I would assume so. Yeah. I, I think they the official to. quote was, we understand how much people like it. <laughs> End of quote. Something around there. That is not verbatim. Bart Sharp was a much better speaker than I am. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I know that there will be three courts being used. Obviously, a city edition court, I would assume. Regardless if they're coming back, that court will probably be the same. And uh, the classic mountain. And then the typical, you know, now, I guess, yeah, normal the, court. The normal one with the Mardi Gras colors. Yeah. And... Mm -hmm. Sadly, no. That is not the Mardi Gras Ish. colors. It should be. Well, it, it should be the Mardi Gras. Ish. Jazz marketing, you change your colors every day here. Go back to purple. <laughs> Go back to purple. <laughs> it's not that hard. Um, and so for this, we're, we're going to keep on jerseys because, you know, it's the off season. Beep, 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 beep. Um, we've got plenty of time to discuss how awesome Bohan Bogdanovich and Mike Conley will fit in with the Jazz once training camp starts. So we're just going to have a little fun time with jerseys. Um, we're going to each say a random Jazz player from past and present. And just say the jersey we automatically think of them in. Is this stupid? Yes. But we think it might be fun. Very stupid. <laughs> um, so, John. Well, thanks for the download, guys. <laughs> make sure, make sure to You're leave already, a rating. You've made it this far. Just keep, just keep coming. M make sure to leave a rating and review on your way out. Yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Worst podcast ever. <laughs> hey, if you give us five stars, you can literally whatever comment you want. <laughs> But Same five stars required. Yeah. You got to be honest if you don't go five stars. Yeah. Do anything short of insulting my mother, that's fine. You uh, can insult me, just not my mother. <laughs> okay. So, Sean, I'm going to start. Greg Ostertag, go. Uh, I mean, it's got to be in white. Um, well, yeah. Which one? Yeah, it's white and... Mountains then? Got to be mountains. The mountain jersey, yeah. Fun fact on Greg Ostertag. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is totally off of, of tandem. Um, so I looked up the first jazz game I went to as a kid. I just remember it was an overtime game with the Sixers, so that was a good starting point. 
And Greg Ostertag in that game, I think it was 97, maybe 98, um, had 11 blocks. 11 blocks from Greg Ostertag. Tag Tech was a nice defensive player. So, uh, sure, that, that would be, yeah, people forget it because it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it lasted for like three weeks. Yeah, His prime lasted three for like three weeks. weeks. I mean. <laughs> um, but I caught that. So, yeah, 11 block Greg Ostertag is what put some respect on his name. Because, yeah, anyway, you go now. <laughs> um, all right, give me one. Uh, I'm going to ask you for, how about, here's an easy one. AK-47 himself, Andre Karolinko. Perp, or um, I'm going with the blue, the baby blue uh, era that you hated. Oh, that's a good call. That's a good that's call. What, See, yeah. I normally associate that jersey with Carlos Boozer, but maybe I should with AK. Well, that's, yeah. you know, they both played then. Yeah. So, um, since there's a thousand jerseys in this day and age, um, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Donovan Mitchell's always in the yellow in my mind. I believe it's gold. Gold. Sorry. <laughs> Victory gold. If is we're that, RSL people. Is that what? That's oh. what, I, don't, I can't Jordan remember what Nike called it, but it was probably something stupid like that. Yeah. All right, you're up. Um, let, let's stay current and say Rudy Gobert. Ooh. One didn't initially pop into my mind. Go again. Say it again. Uh, Rudy, say, Rudy Gobert. I'm going to say the blue one, the current blue one. That's not as bad as the 2010 blue one, but still not great. <laughs> Man, I really just don't like their colors. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Um, John Stockton. So Stockton is usually in the one that I don't like with the mountains, but it's always the purple. So the purple mountain. Okay. Jersey. See, I go yeah. white mountain with yeah. Johnny John. He's always in purple. Yeah. Um, here's here's a fun one. Yeah, I know it's your turn, but I'm going to go. Um, Gordon Hayward. So Gordon Hayward is in a J-Note jersey. Um, he's definitely in a Jano jersey, but it's <laughs> thank the, you. <laughs> it's not the purple. Oh, it's the you mean the blue? Um, no. What's the the alternate? The the, gr- the green one. Oh, the green Jano. Yeah. Okay. You know what I think of him is is the trash Adidas soccer ones. I don't know why. But yeah, Alec Burks See, too. If I think of Alec Burks, Al- bam, trash. Alec, Alec Burks, I think of that. Also. That one for sure. Alec Burks yeah. is like one hundred percent. Yeah, Alec the trash. Burks, and also Howell Neto is my stereotype for that jersey. I d- yeah, I don't think of Howell yeah. Neto in a jersey. <laughs> that sounded. I think of him in a Sixers jersey now. Ooh, Trey Burke definitely is in the garbage blue one that I hated. Man, all these crappy point guards that came through. Um, what about, uh, give me your, uh, Carl Malone. That's, that's purple. That's the purple mountains. And I think that's why, like, that might be the only one I associate like and him and Brian Russell. Mm. Those are the two that I associate very, very heavily with the specifically purple mountains. Same era and everything, but I definitely think of Brian Russell and the White Mountains. Actually, now that I think and about I think it, go back Black Copper might be the Bacara Malone one too. Gosh dang it, that just—I would say Brian Russell, Purple Mountains, and Carmelo's the Black Copper. Gosh dang it, that just ruined it. See, my poster child <laughs> for the trash. terrible, awful Black Copper jersey is also one of my favorite jazz players of all time, Jeff Hornacek. 
Interesting. Yeah. I cannot even. Oh, now I can. Those were trash. Yeah, nope. They Those were so they bad. And again, I, I love you. If you're listening, uh, love you, Hornacek. Great player. All-time legend in my mind. Um, but. You wore trash jerseys. Yeah, that was another <laughs> that was um, jersey. Yeah, that's uh, Josh Schwartz, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for indulging us with our, hey, think of this player and what is he wearing? <laughs> Ooh, new segment. What is he wearing? Alert. What, what is he wearing? Ooh, I like we'll, it. We'll work it in. We'll work it in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, guys, enjoy the week. We'll As be always, back. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Five star ratings and review. Uh, be nice if you leave a lower rating, or you can trash us all you want if you give us five stars. Just, you just listen. <laughs> um, ratings and reviews. We don't ask for money, so we don't ask for something. But yeah, um, stay on. Go buy a couch on KSL Classifieds and have a great week. We're Jashwards. <laughs>